Welcome to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino, the show that provides Christian insights into contemporary moral and ethical values and dives deep into how your faith in Jesus changes the way you live your life. Now here's your host, Mike Sherbino. Hey everybody, welcome to the program tonight. We're glad you're with us. Uh, it's not as sunny today. We got some of that overcast stuff, so uh, you know what? Maybe that's a good thing for us because more people might be inside listening. Uh, or you know what? They are out and about and uh, listening to us in the car as you're traveling along. I want to give out the phone numbers right away because um, they're important. And you can't call without a phone number, right? 883-5000. That's to all our fantastic friends in uh, the Buffalo area. 883-5000. And then 1-800-684-2848 to our friends in the Niagara and in the Toronto area. We've had some interesting discussions over the last uh, month and a half, especially on Black Lives Matter. We've been talking a lot about COVID and how people are processing it. And have you noticed that just when we hoped that things would be dying down or things would be settling, it seems like everything has picked up. I mean, we again uh, witnessed and uh, the good, the bad, the ugly of cell phones, but <clears throat> we witnessed the shooting of uh, Jacob Blake uh, seven times, just horrific. And uh, I was talking to a psychotherapist about that uh, a day ago, and I was saying, what was the hatred that triggered such a response for the police officer to do that? Why, why would they do that? Maybe you have an answer to that, or you want to make a comment on it. And then, of course, it, it only brings back the memory of George Floyd and what he went through. And I just want to say out of the gate, I am not picking on police officers. Uh, I think it speaks of a deeper issue in mankind that we don't want to come to grip with. And that is the intrinsic problem of evil. Because you see, I have a son-in-law who's um, a police officer. I have another son-in-law who's a, a first responder. He's a fireman and both work in the Vancouver area. So those professions are very close to my heart. But I think that what has happened is that the level of evil in people, and that's a word we don't want to use, that people are evil, uh, that we are sinners, that we are broken. And maybe you disagree with that. Um, but I would love to hear your comments on that as we talk tonight. Uh, and then there's another name I want to bring to your attention. There's Chadwick Boseman, uh, the famous star of the Black Panther, along with many other movies. And uh, especially, uh, he reached out to kids that were terminally ill while he was battling colon cancer. And he passed this week as well. And kind of a contrast, except all three were, were black gentlemen. And it brings me back uh, to this whole subject of COVID. Uh, COVID-19 seems to have really forced us, if we're not feeling a low-grade level of depression, to want to uh, ponder the bigger questions. And the bigger questions that keeps coming back through the taking of these men's lives, through one man who died of cancer, and as we see the heightened anxiety as school is going back in, in some places already gone back, and for other places it'll be in about a week and a half, but people are pondering their purpose. And so tonight on the show, I want to talk a lot about what on earth am I here for? I want to talk about purpose. Have you figured out your purpose? Have you got uh, a thought that you could speak into as we unpack uh, the Black Lives Matter issue and the whole escalation of what, what I'm going to just call it for what it is, intrinsic evil? 
And, uh, you know, we see it in the horrors of war. We often don't want to talk about it the same way and just pretend that it doesn't exist. But that same kind of evil is there. We see it with uh, systemic racism and the list goes on. Maybe you're a black person today and you could call in and help white people understand what racism means from your perspective. As I've talked to uh, some of my black friends, what they have shared with me has just made me grieve deeply and to realize how insensitive we can be. But again, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about purpose. And in a moment, I'm going to jump in there. The number to call, though, if you're in Buffalo is 883-5000. And I'm always glad to hear from my Buffalo friends because I miss going over there. And you know what? I just kind of got a a special uh, place in my heart for the city of Buffalo. Uh, Not because of the bills or anything like that, but because especially of my friends at uh, Urban Christian Ministries and just the ministry they're doing in the city and uh, how they're impacting so many lives. Um, yeah, they're, 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 my, they're my heroes. And then of course, being a Canadian, what can I say? Uh, I've lived in Toronto and now we live in uh, the Niagara District. And uh, so we'd love to hear from you tonight because Canadians bring slightly different perspective. We got a lot of stuff happening uh, politically, just like in the States, the Republican Party has been on this week. Love to hear your comments on all of these things. So the number in Buffalo, 883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. I'm Mike Sherbino and this is Open Mic. And as always, I am more than delighted. I am honored to pray with you and for you. And uh, whatever your situation is, if you are just saying, I need healing, uh, you got a physical need or maybe just a particular issue that you want to share with us, we're here We want to pray for you. But hey, let me uh, take you to a situation. And uh, imagine with me a scene. A man has come to the end of his life. He is surrounded by his family and loved ones. Tears are in everyone's eyes. They are waiting for him to take his last breath. And as they wait, a stranger comes to the room. And with an air of confidence, he walks directly to the bedside and gently let firmly pushes the other people away, the family members, and looks directly into the face of the dying man. And he says, I have come to warn you of a question that will be asked of you as soon as you pass from this life to the next. And the man feebly asks, well, what is that? And he says, the question which will impact you throughout eternity is this. Did you discover and live out the purpose for which you were created? Wow, that's profound. Did you discover and live out the purpose for which you were created? And folks, if life is a journey, then it would be a tragedy to go on a journey without a purpose. Tonight, we want to talk about purpose. We want to talk it, talk about it against the backdrop of what's been happening in the news this week. I think it's important that we talk about these things. Even if it provides ventilation, we need to get feelings out there and to realize not everyone sees things the same way. I even hear Christians talk about things and I would think, man, what is it they're missing? Why don't they see things my way? And I try to step back and say, can I appreciate, I understand where they're coming from. We all have things that impact the way that we see life and see it unfolding. We'd love to hear from you tonight. We've got our first call already. The number though is 883-5000. Come on, all our friends from Buffalo and in uh, the greater uh, 
Toronto and Niagara area, 1-800-684-2848. We're going to talk to Rick tonight. And uh, Rick, thanks for calling into Open Mic. What's on your mind? I just turned the radio on. Actually, I'm breaking the law by driving and talking at the same time. Not well, maybe you should free. pull over a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm planning to do. I didn't think actually I'd get on, but uh, I figured I'd take a run at it because it sounded like your show was just starting, so I dialed it up, and I evidently am the first guy through. You're but I just wanted one. to say, yeah, yeah, well, good. Somebody's got to go first. And uh, I just figured I'd say, uh, don't worry. Things are going to be fine. Uh, you got to have faith, and you got to worry about things that you can control only. Uh President Trump seems to have things under control from where I sit. Uh, he's doing things, it would appear, methodically and behind the scenes that are going to take care of a lot of the issues that have been plaguing uh, mankind for, good Lord, hundreds of years. So, uh, Okay, well, let me ask you a question. Yes, let me sure. ask you a question as a Canadian. Because I don't claim to okay. fully understand your political landscape. <laughs> I don't think I can fully yeah, well, understand the Canadian say, landscape I can't say either. As I do. Yeah. So here, here's one well, thing that got, kind of struck Trudeau, me. Right? Yeah. yeah. So last night I was listening to him address uh, some of the riots over uh, the Jacob Blake shooting. And he talked about the people being evil and villainous and scoundrels. How do you process that when? You know, it's also against the backdrop, the NBA and all these people, have, you know, they boycotted their games saying, does it not matter that uh, black people are being killed indiscriminately? Now, I know there's a whole oh, other argument course, for any, that. Hey, if anybody's getting killed indiscriminately, it matters. I mean, I, uh, I feel for these people that this is occurring. Uh, we just had an incident here in Tonawanda, New York, outside of Buffalo, one of the first ring suburbs where a guy was... Uh, harassed over a lottery ticket and uh, they had video and it would appear on first glance that maybe in this instance the police were out of line uh there's obviously investigations to continue but, the but let's go back to this so how do you yeah. explain president trump's approach because it seems to me that rather than taking a more pastoral subdued approach yeah um, he's on the attack yeah. uh, constantly and i'm trying to process well, that is that a political move, maybe, or is that just his nature? Oh, I wouldn't know. You'd have to ask him. Uh, I think <laughs> perhaps maybe it's his nature. Um, I don't know the man personally. All I know is uh, as he's appeared in the media over the years, and of course in the four years almost in the White House, uh, but I do know he was under constant pressure prior to the election, and then immediately thereafter with impeachment and how they uh, went after General Flynn. And uh, he was under constant pressure, but he maintained a low profile as far as what was being done behind the scenes to correct things that have been occurring for years and years and years. Uh, in the realm of trafficking, human trafficking, child trafficking and abuse, uh, horrific things that I'm not going to speculate on Sure. <laughs> over the phone. Okay. I believe that he is making an attempt to eradicate the evil that exists in that realm. Okay. Well, I appreciate that those comments, and uh, we'll see what other people have to think. But, Rick, thanks for starting us off, and uh, okay. I hope you listen to the rest of the show. And have a great afternoon. What's left of it? Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, I got Thank you, sir. 15 minutes ago, so you'll be on. Thanks. All right. Cool. Bye. So you're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. The number to call in Buffalo is 883-5000-1800-684-2848 for those of you in the greater Toronto, Niagara area. So Rick's uh, started us off tonight and he thinks that President Trump is doing a good job. And I'm not here to say who's doing a good or bad job. I I really want to have an informed uh, discussion. And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear you weigh in on some of those thoughts. I'd love to hear someone come in and so here's the deal. Let's let's move away from the Black Lives Matters for just a minute. Let's talk about COVID and going back to school. So in Ontario, uh, we have Premier Ford, and he uh, made an interesting comment. I'm not saying it was right or wrong, but he's talked about how the unions were getting along with him and they're trying to work through things. And he said, I don't know what's wrong with the teachers union. Why don't they work with us? So we know that at some point, somehow, people have to, we're trying to resume normal. So do you just shut everything down? How do you have dialogue? How do you figure out the best way forward in this COVID pandemic? And then I had a conversation with people that are in my own church. Um, You know what? And I'm thinking that, you know, some of them are saying, we just got to take extreme caution. Others are just kind of saying, let's just roll in their eyes and saying, really? You know what? Uh, COVID is no more dangerous than going out and driving your car and risking your life. Hey, there's lots of things I think we need to process from a spiritual point of view. We got time for one more call before our first break, and we're going to talk to Ray, who's on the line right now. Ray, thanks for calling Open Mic. Hey, how are you? You know what? I'm not bad for uh, what I've been through, so I'm hanging in there. Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, well, thank God for that. So I'm, I'm glad you said what you said, you know, talking about, you know, um, the situation from a, from a spiritual point of view. And, and here's... Here's my, my point. Here's my perspective. You know, when, when the gentleman who, um, who was the first caller began to speak, you know, one of the first things out of his mouth was the name Trump. And I'll be honest with you, me personally, my hope is not in Trump. My hope is, is not in any human being on the face of this earth. My hope is in Christ. And he is sovereign over all things, all leaders, all kings, all rulers bow to him, and he is sovereign over everything. So when we talk about what's going on around the world, I mean, Christ said that this sort of stuff is going to happen and has been happening and going on for quite some time. But Trump's not the answer. He is not. Who is the answer? Christ. And a posture of prayer and, and, and bowing to, to who he is and knowing that he is in control of everything that is going on on the face of this earth, no matter how it looks. Okay, Ray, let me jump in for a second. And uh, we only have a short time before I got to go to the break. But um, if we don't finish, you can hang on and we'll pick it up in a minute. But here's the question. So I profoundly agree with you that Jesus is the answer and that he is in control. What I would love to hear from you is how as a good citizen do you participate in being uh, a peacemaker as opposed to just a peacekeeper like mm-hmm. what is there some specific things that can be done to first of all de-escalate the tension because mm-hmm. the tension that you guys are experiencing i mean let me tell you it's just come right across the border and it's a volatile issue here as well thoughts on that right. is there something practical as an individual that you and i can do besides criticizing 
uh, you know, government officials, whether they're the president or the prime minister, um, is there, you got a thought? Do you got a solution? Like, what would you I, say? I, 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 I do. I have a thought. I don't have a solution. <laughs> well, we got one minute. You but, got one minute, and then I'm going to have to go. Okay, here's, here's my thought. Prayer. Prayer. Um, pray and ask God to use you, and allow the Holy Spirit to use you, and ask Him, how can you be an instrument of His peace? What would He like for you to do on a daily basis to be the hands and feet of Christ? and to be a doorway for the, for the love of God to walk through and walk in that posture. Wow. You know what, Ray? I love that answer. We're going to drop the call right now. we got to go to a break. Thank you for that comment. I think you're bang on. Appreciate it, brother. All you're right. You're so welcome. God bless you. You're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. I'm going to be right back after this short break. Call in at 883-5000 for our Buffalo friends. And right now it's two nothing for the people from Buffalo. Okay, so come on, Canadians. One eight hundred six eight four two eight four eight is your number. One eight hundred six eight four two eight four eight. I'll be right back after this short break. Do you want to be free? Free from the darkness that covers your mind with anxiety, that consumes you with negative emotions, that weighs you down with shame, that screams, why can't I control my thoughts and feelings? You might even think that the peace of mind Jesus promised is a total lie because it's not what you're experiencing right now. Well, if that's you, then what you're going through is temporal and it's not your fault. Free Your Mind is an online personal transformation program. Through weekly short videos and monthly live Q&As with Dr. Grant Mullen, you'll start to experience profound changes that will lead you out of emotional darkness and into the light of real freedom. You were meant to be free in every single way. Go to drgrantmullen.com, click on Free Your Mind, and prepare to think different. That website again is drgrantmullen.com. Join Dr. Mike Sherboneau each Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. for Open Mic. Open Mic is your opportunity to discuss with Mike how God's Word impacts our world perspective. You will enjoy his practical commentary from the Bible on world events and his special guests who regularly contribute to the program. Better still, you can call in and receive prayer or share your own opinion as Mike unpacks those key issues related to this journey called life. Don't miss Open Mic Saturdays at 6 p.m. with Mike Sherboneau. If you appreciate Bible teaching that helps you understand today's news in the light of Scripture, you will enjoy Perspectives. Perspectives with Dr. Mike Sherbino helps you make sense of all that's happening around us so that you can find strength in this journey called life. Perspectives can be heard Monday through Friday evenings at 9.30 p.m. right here on WDCX. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, we're glad you're back with us, and we have a caller waiting. We're going to jump to him in just a moment. Uh, I want to invite you to call in tonight on the show because we've been weighing in on how do you process Jacob Blake? Um, I mean, that's just horrific what was caught on camera, just like it was for George Floyd. It's like we're living in the moment. We're screaming out as we watch these things. No, no, don't do that. And what is the intrinsic evil? And then we see a different side of purpose as we ponder Chadwick Boseman and his passing. You know, the star of the Pink Panther, and uh, not the Pink Panther, but the Black Panther. Boy, there was a slip. That's going back a few years. 
And uh, what I was intrigued was the outpouring of appreciation and praise for how he battled and how cancer and how he poured himself into the lives of people from celebrities to Barack Obama and the list goes on. But I keep coming back and I'm thinking how if all those men had opportunity to write the script again and you and I are alive right now so we do have opportunity. How do we live lives of purpose? How do we live lives that really count? And I think first and foremost, we've got to ask the right questions. I think the wrong questions are self-centered questions. And I'm just going to be briefer and then we'll take our next caller. But the wrong questions are this. And they're the questions that I used to ask all the time. First question is, what do I want to be? Second is, what should I do with my life? What are my goals and ambitions would be the third. And the final, what are my dreams for my future? Now, I thought those were all good questions, but Here's, I think, the right questions to ask that helps us define our purpose. First of all, it's what is God's desire for me? What is it that God wants me to give my energy to? And how can I do what matters most to God? And lastly, am I in the process of becoming what God created me for? Powerful questions as we live our lives because we never know when our life is going to end. I mean, the Lord knows, but to stand before him and hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. You, you lived it well. Didn't the psalmist say, Lord, teach me to number my days so that I can give my heart to the things that count. Okay, just saying, we're going to take a call right now as we unpack all these things. We'd love to hear you weigh in on your thoughts on the whole political landscape, both in Canada and uh, the States, how we process, what would you say to the leader of your country if you could have two or three minutes with him? What would you say uh, to help them uh, deal with the rising tensions that are just about blowing the lid off everywhere? I'm gonna talk to Jed right now and see what he's got to say. Jed, thanks for calling in to Open Mic. What's your thoughts tonight? Mike, uh, oh, this is unbelievable. This is so powerful. Your show is getting to be very powerful. You're touching some uh, real good subjects every week. Well, thank uh, you. Uh, what I wanted to say, so far, everything. Uh, Ray, what Ray said, I agree with it totally. Um, what you just said about the questions, wow. I, I asked the same questions myself. And now that I'm a Christian, born-again Christian, last 29 years, I asked those last questions that you just said. I, uh, Very cool. I believe that the Holy Spirit does speak to us, and he does lead us to do the will of God. And uh, I truly believe that if we get on our knees and pray, not necessarily on our knees, but if we're in touch with the Holy Spirit, he will show us the way. I, that's what uh, our Lord said. He's our guide. You know, he's our helper. As far as uh, politics, uh, I'm, I'm from Canada, but I've been following American politics. I'm truly uh, impressed with uh, Donald Trump. Uh, I've been watching. Okay, tell me why. Give me two because reasons. He, he kept his word. I never, I never seen him. I never listened to him before the election. And the night that he won, I happened to be up, and I just watched the first time of him speaking. And uh, I just, before that, he 
was just another person, another billionaire. But when I heard his speech, I was very impressed with his speech. And for some reason, gut feeling told me that he was being honest and truthful. So because of that, I've been, I've been actually very close following him. And he actually kept his word. He stuck okay. his acceptance speech. He's behind. He's pro-life. I believe he's the only president in history that actually stands behind pro-life. And he even showed up at their rally. So, you know, that really impressed me. You know, and he speaks what he feels. And when he's wrong, I, I, I think he really knows he's wrong. And he admits that he's wrong. And he wants to fix it. So that's, that's my outlook on him. Okay. And I would say that our prime minister, Trudeau, should follow his lead. That's my outlook on politics. Well, Jed, I appreciate you calling in, and uh, thanks for that opinion. Um, it's a good perspective. Um, maybe there's going to be some people that disagree. We'll see how the conversation goes tonight. Uh, let me just ask one thing. If you could speak to either leaders for a moment, what would you say to them? If you had 30 seconds, what would you say to them to address, to de-escalate the tensions that are everywhere? You're talking about leaders from Canada and America? Well, you were talking about Trump, but uh, because what he says, you know, is certainly uh, washing over the border and impacting, uh, you know, we've got all the, uh, you know, the pro players that are, um, you know, boycotting the games, uh, you know, things, things are uh, in turmoil right now. Yes, so what would you say? Do you have a comp? We only got 20 seconds here. What would you tell them? Honestly, I would just say keep doing what you're doing. I, I truly feel that he's uh, uh, chosen by God. And, uh, you know, I do believe that we rest and, uh, rest and count on, on Jesus. That's, that's what Ray said, because he's in total control. But I truly believe that, that Trump is listening to that, to that leading of the Holy Spirit. I don't know why, but I really have a gut feeling that he's on the right track. And as far as the Canadian leader, I would say that he should follow the Americans. Okay. We're going to have to leave it there and move on. Good points, Jed. Thanks for calling back. Okay. Okay. So a lot of different opinions. Uh, Maybe you're thinking, saying, wow, does he actually know what he's talking about? Because you know, we say President Trump is a man of his word, but then people are saying he's been caught up in so many things that he's been saying that have not been true. I've heard that said of our own prime minister. They say one thing, then the other. So maybe that's the common rhetoric, both sides of the border. Uh, I am grateful that he is a pro-life president, and I thank God for that. And I think I want to go deeper, though. I, I, I want to push you all as you're listening. It's not, not just an opinion. Give me a solution. Like, you know, we can talk about the Black Lives Matter. I, I really would love to hear what are some things. So talk to me. What are some things that I can do as a pastor to de-escalate it? I think I'm doing one of the things right now. I'm trying to have the conversation. I'm trying to get people to weigh in so that we can hear one another. And, and not to have a yelling match or a screaming match. I'm just not into that. But to say, okay, people have a different opinion and how you approach things. 
We all know this, that if I punch you in the face, it is wrong, okay? And we need, you know, I can excuse my temper that way and say, oh, well, he just got under my skin. I finally had to do that. So what do I do? I pop you in the face or that I pull out a gun and blow you away seven times. You know, it goes on and on. And there's just no excuse for that. So how do we resolve the problem? What is it that we can do? I'm grateful that we need to pray. And that was a good response that some said we desperately need to pray. And I want to encourage you to pray for your country. Pray for an end to this COVID pandemic. Pray that God would have mercy. And uh, But in the midst of that, is there something specific that I can do? And if you got something to tell me, you know what, go ahead, fire away kindly. But I'm also going to put you on the spot and say, well, what are you going to do? And I'm going to ask Rick right now. He's calling in from Buffalo. Rick, thanks for calling in tonight. Rick, are you there? All right, let's just try one more time. There's Rick. Hey, Rick, are you there? So what? Do you, who am I talking to now? You're talking to Mike Sherbino on Open Mic. You're on air. Okay, so you're the boss. Okay, I was on earlier. I got kind of timed out, and I didn't realize I was on a time-constrained situation. I was telling you. Oh, yeah, I, that's right. Oh, right from the beginning. Okay, welcome back. Now I right. got it. Okay. Yeah, well, I was talking to Spencer. Is, is that his name, Spencer? Is he the guy that answers the phone? Yeah, Spencer is the master controller. And, okay, uh, he... well, I was, talking to the, I was talking to the master controller, and I told him I didn't realize <laughs> I was on the clock. I felt like a professional golfer who's playing slow and got, you know, put on the clock and was charged for, for slow play. <laughs> I got charged a couple of strokes. So, look. Well, jump in because we got trying... one more minute before our next break, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going fast. I'm, I'm talking as fast as I can. What I was going to lead to was not with Trump and the political Democrat versus Republican, left versus right. It's none of this that's involved today. This is for the big deal, all the marbles. This is about good versus evil. This is about an individual picking a lane, deciding what he or she is going to stand for. You're going to stand for God or you're going to stand for Satan? And who is God's emissary on this planet? Was it Barack Obama? And again, to go back politically, or is it Donald Trump? Who's doing the right thing? That's for people to decide in the election. Okay. What is important for individuals and their salvation is, is this God or Satan? Who are you going to get behind and push? That was my point, and that's all I got to say. Man, that was a good point. Thank you so much for calling back and clarifying that. That no was sweat. powerful. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate yeah. it, Rick. And. And if I play around the golf, I'll play a little faster so I avoid the clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll talk to you later. All right. Yeah, and Take I, it easy. I, I tell them to open the border because I'd love to go play the courses in Canada, but we can't get across right now. Listen, my wife wants to go <laughs> shopping in Buffalo, so I'm kind of glad that we can't go across. This is oh, saving me money. It's saving me money. She wants to go to the Walden, the Walden Gallery. Is that where she wants to go? There you go. Talk to you later, Rick. <laughs> okay. Thanks All so right, much. Bye-bye. Hey, you're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherbinov. We'd love to have you call in tonight on the program. Do you need prayer? We'd love to pray for you. Um, and uh, I'm just grateful that we serve a God who is all-powerful. So you got to know that right out of the gate. I believe in the, the miraculous power of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I also know that God wants you and I to be in a relationship with him. If you're not sure what that's like or how to have that, why don't you call in tonight? And again, we'd love to hear your comments on this COVID thing, re-entry. Any parents out there? Uh, tell me about your level of anxiety. Hey, the list goes on and on, but the numbers are 883-5000. That's to our Buffalo friends, 1-800-684-2848. To everybody else in Canada and uh, basically Toronto, Niagara. 
This is Open Mic. I'll be right back after this short break. If you appreciate Bible teaching that helps you understand today's news in the light of Scripture, you will enjoy Perspectives. Perspectives with Dr. Mike Sherbino helps you make sense of all that's happening around us so that you can find strength in this journey called life. Perspectives can be heard Monday through Friday evenings at 9.30 p.m. right here on WDCX. Do you want to be free? Free from the darkness that covers your mind with anxiety, that consumes you with negative emotions, that weighs you down with shame, that screams, why can't I control my thoughts and feelings? You might even think that the peace of mind Jesus promised is a total lie because it's not what you're experiencing right now. Well, if that's you, then what you're going through is temporal and it's not your fault. Free Your Mind is an online personal transformation program. Through weekly short videos and monthly live Q&As with Dr. Grant Mullen, you'll start to experience profound changes that will lead you out of emotional darkness and into the light of real freedom. You were meant to be free in every single way. Go to drgrantmullen.com, click on Free Your Mind, and prepare to think different. That website again is drgrantmullen.com. Join Dr. Mike Sherbino each Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. for Open Mic. Open Mic is your opportunity to discuss with Mike how God's Word impacts our world perspective. You will enjoy his practical commentary from the Bible on world events and his special guests who regularly contribute to the program. Better still, you can call in and receive prayer or share your own opinion as Mike unpacks those key issues related to this journey called life. Don't miss Open Mic Saturdays at 6 p.m. with Mike Sherbino. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, we're glad you're back with us as we come into the second half of the program tonight. Love for you to call in as we're uh, just kind of thinking out loud on a few big things that are, are just huge. And uh, I'm just tying them all into the whole issue of purpose from... The passing of Jacob, well, he hasn't passed yet. He's been paralyzed, Jacob uh, Blake, but certainly George Floyd and uh, Chadwick Boseman, just to name three people, all different circumstances. And uh, and then we're, we're just trying to deal with tension. There's tension everywhere, huge tension over COVID, anxiety. And uh, how do we hold it all together? I want to suggest that nothing matters more than knowing God's purpose for your life. And nothing can compensate for not knowing them. You know, in the Bible, it's very interesting that God considers 40 days a spiritually significant time. And whenever God wanted to prepare someone for his purposes, it seems it always took 40 days. Um, Jesus himself was empowered after 40 days in the wilderness. Do you remember uh, uh, Jonah? Well, Nineveh was spared when God gave them 40 days to repent. Elijah was transformed when God gave him 40 days of strength from a meal. The spies were transformed by 40 days in the promised land. Moses was transformed by 40 days on Mount Sinai. And Noah's life was transformed by 40 days of rain. Now, why am I saying all those things? Well, because in the midst of all those things, apart from our Lord Jesus Christ, we have the story of humans just like you and I. And God creates all of us with natural gifts. But he also... Um, brings us to a point where we have to say, God, I need you to work in my life in ways that I can't understand. And I want you to know that you were planned, part of your purpose in life, you were planned for God's pleasure, which is worship. 
And maybe through this pandemic, which has been way longer now than 40 days, we need to see it as a time of transformation. What is it that God has been saying to you? What is it that you have been learning through this period of transformation? Don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss that opportunity that's in front of you as we unpack together uh, God's purpose for our life. We're going to talk more about that, but Polly's going to weigh in from Buffalo, and she's on the line right now. Thanks, Polly, for your call. Hey. You have um, to speak yeah, up there. I'm... Just talk right into the phone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I think in general, we're not battling a pandemic. We are battling uh, spiritual warfare. In, well, in I'm, not nece- I'm not disagreeing with you, but explain that. Okay, because at the root of everything we're dealing with, it's um, it really is good against evil, and it's it's uh, okay, let alone political and and economic. Glo- we're, we're, there's a global reset going on right now. There's a global um, lockstep sort of agenda, and the push is towards vaccine and biometric ID and uh, telling us it's good for us and, and we're obeying, we're, we're going along in fear, a lot of us, and, uh, you know, everything seems uncertain and everybody in America, every governor, every mayor, every county executive, every department of health commissioner, every liquor, liquor authority, Okay, and they're the point is, they're all following along with. We're setting an agenda. We're letting um, protocol go. We're, we're, it, where are they getting it from? They're not making it up out of their head. So what Every, are you saying? What are you saying, Polly? I'm I'm trying to track with you here. Just nail it. Oh, nail I'm it sorry. I yeah. sound like a nitwit. What I'm trying. <laughs> I am sorry. It's we're in the, the end times of what. The Lord warns us about, I think, with the signs because okay. because this this pandemic has become a one world global sort of cooperation amongst all the nations. When have all the nations cooperated together like this on a mm. plan? Okay. Uh, I'm not saying now, that I agree or disagree on that one. I do sense that, you know what, I believe the scriptures that we could very well be living in the last days. I do know that God's people have suffered incredible things throughout the centuries. And I also know that no one knows the day or the hour when Christ will come back, but we're also to look That's at right. the signs. And there are signs yes. that the end yes. is coming. Yeah, exactly. So yes. what's your and response to all this? How do you live in the light yeah. of all that? If you believe that, how are you living? What, what's different about you in the last six months? Well, I've just been acutely aware and trying to be aware of what's going on. But Jesus also says in Matthew 24, um, watch, let no man deceive you many times. And like you say, no man, no man knows the day and hour. Um, nobody, not even the, the son of God. But um, okay. as the fig tree, now the fig tree from what I know is represents Israel. There are, they already have a synagogue done. The Sanhedrin is all set up. They started, I'm sorry, I got laryngitis. I should just hang up. <laughs> but they started okay. animal sacrifice. 
2018 on Hanukkah. They started animal sacrifice. They're getting ready for the third temple. Trump is on the half shekel for the third temple. I mean, to me, with all that's going on globally, with this so-called pandemic and world cooperation, we are. I think we're. I think we're here right now because we also know okay. vaccines coming with biometric. Last question. ID. Last question. Okay, you've already said that. What are you doing differently? What are you doing? If you believe that, how has that changed the way you're living? Like, are you talking to I people am, about Jesus or are you just kind of stockpiling food or I don't know. I'm just curious. Well, if you believe that, what are you doing? That's, I think, a good question I to am ponder. I'm not doing what I should be. I am talking more about what I see going on instead of, um, in, you know, with the, with the, the news and the real news, not the, the mainstream okay. versus hey, Jesus is coming, and are we, are you saved? And that's, because bottom line, that's all, the, in, in the end, that's the gem, that's the pearl. That's that really is. All saved and all who are meant to be saved. And if we're, if we are meant to talk to one person here or there, and in the people in our lives to, to encourage. That's important. We don't, yes. Yeah. So, Polly, I want to leave it there. We appreciate the comment. All right. I'm going to teach a little yeah. bit more on what you've just said, so you use it as a jump-off point. I hope you have a fantastic evening. And, um, uh, yeah, if I don't beat you here on this earth, you. I look forward to seeing you in heaven. Okay? Oh, awesome. Awesome. All right. Bye -bye. Thanks, Polly. Bye -bye. All right. Say, so, hey, you're listening to Open Mic with Mike Tribuno. What do you think about that call? What do you think about the other calls? Are, are we living in the last days? Um more than that, I, I'm looking for a response. How are we to be living in, in light of all this? And uh, while we're waiting for some more people to call in at 883-5000 in Buffalo or 1-800-684-2848, let me talk a little bit more about the purpose for which we have been created. You see, the Bible says that we've been planned for God's pleasure. And that's an important thing to note. God created us, you ready for this, to worship him. And the idea of worship is to completely be filled up with someone. In Revelation 4, 8 to 11, you and I get a little picture of what heaven will be like. Well, Paulie was referring to that. You know, the end times are here, and do we lose hope? Absolutely not. I think we have an incredible opportunity to speak uh, truth into people's lives about the hope that can change them. And hey, when we get this picture of heaven, let me just say this, it's not baseball games or it's not gonna be like ongoing games of the NBA or anything like that or golf games. And it's not shopping sprees. No, no it's gonna be an eternal preoccupation with Jesus, our savior. The Bible says we will worship him forever. The one who gave himself for us so that in relation with him, we will be complete. And matter of fact, as you and I live day by day, it's a warm-up for eternity. So how does that spell itself out? Well, in my business dealings, the way I treat my family and my wife, my interactions, even with you, they need to be an act of worship. How do you define that? Well, simply stated, and I think this is part of our response to what happened with Jacob Blake or with George Floyd. Simply stated, it says, and whatever I do, whatever I say or how I act is the smile of God upon my life. Is the smile of God upon my life if I tell a racist joke? Well, we know that answer, but do we still do that? Well, you'll have to answer that. Uh, 
Is the smile of God upon my life in the way that I think about my brothers and sisters if they're of a different color or a different ethnicity? Well, you're going to have to answer that. And how do I really think down deep, maybe about the politician who is running who might not be the same uh, race, color, or creed that I am? You're going to have to answer that. But as I think about the fact that I've been created for God's pleasure, here's the question. And whatever I do say or act is the smile of God upon my life. You know, I love what Jesus did when he demonstrated leadership. He took a bowl and he took a towel and he girded himself with that and he got down on his knees and washed the stinking, dirty feet of his disciples. And he said, you know what? If you call me your Lord and Master, then here it is. Here's the, here is the, the signpost of true friendship, of true servanthood, you know, to follow me in this step. He humbled himself, the Bible says, and took the form of a servant. That's the beauty of Jesus. That's the, the amazing reality of the God that I serve. And I, I think about the book of Philippians where it says he humbled himself, he took the form of a servant, he emptied himself, and he became God in the flesh. Why he would do that? Well, I can tell you why there's only one answer. It's because he loves us, because we are precious to him. Have you thought about your purpose for life? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that one, and especially your purpose for life as we think through COVID. Because one of the things that's been racking my brain as a pastor, and you know, I do these radio shows and I'm reaching out to you, is, is this what God wants me to do? And I believe it is. I believe that in what I'm doing, I wanna teach his word. I want people to begin to think about how we do life as followers of Jesus. And that's what we're all about here on Open Mic and with my daily, my weekly show perspectives as we unpack biblical truth. And uh, we're going to be right back after a short break. Love to have you call into the program 883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. If you need prayer for a sickness, maybe you've got cancer, maybe you've got a financial situation, I don't know what the need is. God does. But why don't you call in? We'll be glad to pray with you in the last quarter of the program tonight. I'm going to be right back after this short break. Join Dr. Mike Sherbino each Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. for Open Mic. Open Mic is your opportunity to discuss with Mike how God's Word impacts our world perspective. You will enjoy his practical commentary from the Bible on world events and his special guests who regularly contribute to the program. Better still, you can call in and receive prayer or share your own opinion as Mike unpacks those key issues related to this journey called life. Don't miss Open Mic Saturdays at 6 p.m. with Mike Sherbino. Do you want to be free? Free from the darkness that covers your mind with anxiety, that consumes you with negative emotions, that weighs you down with shame, that screams, why can't I control my thoughts and feelings? You might even think that the peace of mind Jesus promised is a total lie because it's not what you're experiencing right now. Well, if that's you, then what you're going through is temporal and it's not your fault. Free Your Mind is an online personal transformation program. Through weekly short videos and monthly live Q&As with Dr. Grant Mullen, you'll start to experience profound changes that will lead you out of emotional darkness and into the light of real freedom. You were meant to be free in every single way. Go to drgrantmullen.com, click on Free Your Mind, and prepare to think different. That website again is drgrantmullen.com. 
If you appreciate Bible teaching that helps you understand today's news in the light of Scripture, you will enjoy Perspectives. Perspectives with Dr. Mike Sherbino helps you make sense of all that's happening around us so that you can find strength in this journey called life. Perspectives can be heard Monday through Friday evenings at 9.30 p.m. right here on WDCX. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, we're glad you're with us tonight. And uh, just before we jump back into the subject we've been unpacking and we're talking about purpose, uh, can I just share something about this program? If you listen to those two little um, commercials, talks about you know, that we're doing a daily show Monday to Friday uh, called Perspectives. And I'm just teaching through the Bible. We've been going through a number of the books. Um, you know, we've done Philippians, Colossians, the book of Ruth, James, and the list goes on. And you can get all those on my website, mikesherbino.org. But can I also ask you, many of you are listening, and I know that you believe in prayer. Would you pray for me? Would you pray for God to supernaturally provide as he continues to do? for the costs associated with doing this program. I was talking to someone who's, uh, you know, I guess you call it a member of our church today, and uh, they had no idea that there's not some organization funding this. They perhaps even thought that the church was funding it, and that's, that's not true either. But what has happened is that people from across the country have, uh, you know, giving gifts of $500 or $100, or some have given even larger gifts to allow this program to go forth. And so every month is a step of faith. Uh, we're really grateful for the airtime on WDCX, but to put a program on on Saturdays and then five days through the week, it costs a whack of money. And uh, God is, uh, he's just been reminding me that he is faithful. He is faithful, and every month it's thousands of dollars, but it can't help, and God uses people like you. And uh, so as you're listening to the program tonight, and if it's helpful and an encouragement to you, maybe you can help share that journey with me, the financial journey, so that others can be encouraged and blessed. And one of the things that shaped me when I was a young man is that I was taught God's Word, and I'm grateful for that. But very rarely did the preachers talk to me about how we live it out. And there's a lot of tough questions, isn't there? We've been talking about some political stuff tonight. And there are Christians who are Republicans and who are Democrats. Sometimes they're not sure that that can happen. There are Christians who are liberals and conservatives and NDP uh, in Canada. And sometimes they look at each other and say, hey, well, how does all that happen? And what I try to do with the program is to take God's word and say, let's come back to his word and understand how we apply it to life. It doesn't matter your political stripe. It doesn't matter your ethnicity. What matters is that we have a clear understanding of God's word because a conscience void of God's word is going to lead to ruin. And there are many Christians who claim to be Christians and they live lives that are just in total disobedience to God through their uh, immoral choices, through their sexual choices, maybe the way they talk about people through their anger and the list goes on and on and i think what is needed and what i am passionate about doing is not to condemn people that's not my job it's the spirit's got job to convict people but to teach people here's the word of god and here are the principles that we are to live by 
And so as I look at, you know, the racist issues that are going on, as I see the killings of uh, George Floyd and many other people, both black and white, as I see the atrocities of war, as I see what happened with Jacob Blake, I think for me, it was anger. And every time that that trigger was pulled, it seemed to be a response to anger. And I'm wondering what fed that anger? What caused it? And the Bible tells us that, you know what? That's in the very heart of man. And that anger is in you and me, unless we surrender it to Jesus. If we feed it, that anger can grow like wildfire. Tomorrow morning at North End Church, uh, our new uh, pastor, uh, Pastor Andrew uh, Blackwood, uh, he's going to be teaching. He's going to be referencing uh, some of those things. And as he is a man of color himself, uh, he is going to be unpacking part of the story of Cain and Abel. What motivated Cain? What was the anger in Cain that caused him to kill his brother Abel? Where did all that come from? And I think we have to pause and say, uh, how do we handle anger? How do we deal with the stuff that is being built up inside of us? Because as we talk about God's purpose for our life, we need to ponder what should be the goal of my life. And as someone has written, the smile of God should be the goal of my life. Whatever I do, say, or act is the smile of God upon my life. Even in the way I play sports. And hey, I love to play sports. And uh, I remember one time I was playing hockey and uh, some guy just came across the rink and just nailed me. And I said to him, listen, I don't know if you're mad at your wife or whatever or what happened, but you don't have to take it out on me. This is supposed to be non-contact. And I recognized that guy had pent up rage and he was just taking it out on the ice on whoever, you know, was in his way. Is that any different in some ways than what we saw with the, uh, the shooting of, of Jacob Blake? pent up anger and rage. But God wants us to live with his smile on our face. You know, in number six, verse 25, the New Living Translation says, may the Lord smile on you and be gracious unto you. The psalmist said in Psalm 119, says, smile on me, your servant, and teach me the right way to live. And then I love the story of Noah, you know, the guy who built the ark. It says, Noah was a pleasure, or he found grace in the eyes of the Lord. I mean, doesn't that just rev you up? Doesn't that get you excited to think, hey, you know what? God wants you and I to be caught up with his smile, that we would live like Noah, to uh, be a, a pure pleasure to the Lord. But unfortunately, we get caught up in doing things for God as opposed to who we are and what we do. But what makes God smile? It's watching us. Now, many of you have children, you're listening tonight. And I remember when our children were young that if we had a hard day with our kids or if they were cranky, I mean, it did happen to the Sherman Oak kids, they were cranky every once in a while. When they would go to sleep, I would often go in their room and watch them sleep. And seeing their chest rise and fall with each breath gave me huge pleasure. They were mine. And people, God gets pleasure by simply watching us as we live and sleep. You know what happened during the break here as I was, as we're doing the show, my phone flashed and someone was texting me. It was my daughter. She's on the other side of the country and I got five daughters and, you know, I miss them all, but I just texted her back on the break. I said, you don't have any idea how much I miss you. I miss you so much. And, uh, you know, with COVID, we haven't been able to see our kids, but where does that come from? It's because I love her and I can, you know what? 
when I see think of her and I, she's a, an amazing runner athlete when I've seen her run and when uh, you know marathons or whatever some of you are in Buffalo right now and uh, last year you know the Buffalo half marathon she just went out and smoked she actually won it she beat all the men she beat all the women and I'm just grinning from ear to ear as a proud dad even though she's 30 years old right now and uh, and I just text her and I said you can't imagine how much I miss you how much I love you why am I sharing that story because God feels the same way about you. He loves you incredibly. He really does. We got time for one or two more calls. 883-5000 in Buffalo. 1-800-684-2848. We've got uh, Claudette on the line and she's calling in, I think from Toronto. Welcome, Claudette. You're from Toronto, yes. Thank you. Yay for Toronto. Okay. Okay. What are you going to share with us tonight? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit on, on Christianity and the first caller that called about um, he wanted um, Justin to follow Trump. Okay. I want to make a little comment on that one. I said we have a beautiful, wonderful prime minister. He's very calm. He's not aggressive. And he knows his ways and he listens. Secondly, Trump doesn't listen. Trump is a one man. So we don't want Justin to follow Trump. Okay. Justin is a leader. And um, my point on Christianity. I am a Christian. I'm a child of God. And I'm very disappointed with a lot of churches. Because um, Jesus said he's coming back for his church, where the kingdom going to come. He's going to bring the kingdom down. But when I look at the situation that, that is happening, and I'm a, a black woman, Trump they said he's a Christian. I never hear he identify himself as a child of God. I never heard him one time said, God bless America when he finished his speech. And most of the church who support, support Trump seems like they want to save Trump. And the only way Trump can be saved is by accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Jesus well, that's a very good point. And he have never acted that. And most of all, Jesus is love. He said, love your neighbors. And Jesus loved, died, went to the cross because of his love for us. He went to the cross and died. And every time the, the president peace, he belittled women and he talked down to people. And they're killing our young black people. And our great-grand-grandparents are crying. And he have never one day said something and say, I'm sorry for what does that mean? He's a bully and he have the power that he could have fixed it. He get the you know, Claudette, we, didn't, yeah. we have about 30 seconds left on the show. Um, I think a lot of people are, are listening intently to what you're saying. And I am appreciate you calling in and sharing your opinion. Um, but we're going to have to go right now. Thank you. Uh, I feel your pain for the injustice that so many people are feeling right now. And I just want you to know that we've heard you. And thank you for sharing that. And I, we need to pray for the states. We need to pray yes, for Canada that pray. people will be godly. Don't act like that. A Christian Amen. is supposed to love each other. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. And so tonight, as we wrap up tonight, thanks for being a part of our show tonight. You can check me out at MikeSherbino.org, and Sherbino is S-H-E-R-B-I-N-O. And catch out our perspectives Monday to Friday at 9.30 at night. God willing, we'll be with you again next week.
The preceding program has been sponsored by Find the Way Ministries.